Welcome to episode three of the Youth Ministry Podcast for volunteers. If you're a volunteer who works with teenagers and you especially love pointing them to Jesus, this podcast is for you. You've made it to the right place. Hey, I'm Chris Trent, and I work with the Next Gen Ministry for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. I've worked with teenagers for a little over 30 years now, and I love pointing them to Jesus. I especially love the volunteers who work with them, and that's you. Hey, I'm really excited today. I've got Todd Jones with me. He's one of our reps here in the state of Georgia. What's up, Todd? Hey, Chris. How are you? Doing good, man. Tell everybody about yourself. Yeah, my name's Todd, and uh, I'm married to Jennifer, have three great kids. I've been in student ministry for 20-plus uh, years. I've been at First Baptist Duluth for eight years now and have served in Metro Atlanta my entire ministry time. You are you are a true blue Atlanta guy. I am. I am. I love it, man. I love it. Well, hey, tell everybody what we're talking about today. Today, we are excited to talk about creative outing ideas for your students. I love this topic. I love all of our topics, but I like this one because it's definitely something that really can uh, make a huge difference in the life of a small group or Sunday school group. So if you're volunteering, you're, you know, you're responsible for a group of students, maybe eight to 10 or whatever that might be. What we're hoping to give you today is just some creative ideas on what you could be doing with them. So I love this, man. I think this is going to be fun. Well, let's jump right in. Uh, you've got the first one. What do you got? Absolutely. And I think there's something about inviting people into your own home so they kind of experience and feel where you live. And so uh, bring them over to your house, have a cookout, throw water balloons at each other, whatever it may be, but just have them in your place so they can see kind of how you do life day to day and just have a good time together. Yeah, just I think you're right, man. I see. I think the idea of just having them over to your house for a cookout or, you know, a bonfire or cooking a meal for them, all of those things, it just makes it a whole lot more personal. And you know, what we're seeing with a whole bunch of statistics as they come out is that teenagers, uh, like Gen Z teenagers specifically, they're responding better to adults who have a, who have a relationship with them. So it's, they need more than just somebody that's authoritative in their life. They need some, and I can't think of a, a better way to make that personal than to have them, you know, at your house. Yeah. It, it makes it seem real, makes you seem real that, hey, totally. you're actually, you're not just a guy that sits in a, a classroom or a lady that's in a classroom. You are real. You live life and this is yeah. how you do it. So it's, yeah, it's totally. so great. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Well, hey, our second thing that we, we came up with, and, and I think this is awesome, and I've always been a huge fan of this. Second thing would be to do a mission project together as a small group, as a Sunday school group. So in other words, take the time to find something in your community that could be done as a mission project that takes basically what I, I think what I like about it is it, it takes the pressure off of having like, Hey, we're going to this big thing and it's going to be so much fun, but rather it says, you know, we're going to think outside of ourselves just for a minute here and we're going to do something for somebody else. And I'll tell you over the years, man, I've seen God just do some amazing things in small groups that have taken the time to do something for others rather than only thinking about doing stuff for themselves. What I love is we were getting ready for this though, Todd, is you came up with some real specific ideas on what those mission projects could be. 
Yeah. A uh, couple of things. Uh, do yard work for elderly people in your neighborhood? Just go uh, in your in your church. You may have some folks in your church. You may have some folks that live nearby you, but you're able to go do that. Babysit for parents and do like a date night. So uh, your church can open your church up, keep those kids and just have something for parents. So, um, you know, it's such a, a good way for families to get connected to to what your church is doing. Wash cars for free. Um, you know, have a free car wash and then, uh, you know, go around the community, look for storefronts or whatever it may be and wash windows. It's just simple ways you can serve um, your community, but do it as a group because when you serve together, you grow together. And so it's so important uh, to add those things to your your process of meeting and doing these outings together as a group. Yeah. And I think, you know, what came to mind while you were saying that, Todd, is the intentionality behind the ideas that you just shared, because what I think we need to protect our students and our teenagers from is the idea that there's something really not fun that needs to happen at the church. So, Oh, let's get the teenagers to do it. Uh, we need to clean out the gutters. Hey, let's get to, you know, like whatever that might be. Cut limbs. Um, yeah. What's it? What'd you say? Cut limbs. That's what we yeah, always like get. Limbs. We got some so limbs like, to cut around here. Get yeah. the teenagers to haul the them teenagers, off. Yeah. yeah. So don't do that, but be intentional and come up with some actual projects and it may be even a thing where you take some of those ideas and do them potentially leading up to another thing where there could be an invite. Like, let's say, you know, you've got a big Easter thing coming up and you decide that's kind of the, when that happens, there's always leaves to be raked, you know? Um, hey, and we want to invite you to our church. We've got this big Easter thing coming up. So I think that's a great idea. I love that. Um, yeah. So again, hey, we're talking about creative outing ideas for your students. We really believe um, that some of these things could really help, you know, help your group grow and help help have unity in your group. Um, what, do you, what do you think a third thing would be, Todd? I would say use seasons to guide your activity and and just kind of. You mean it's, seasons like seasons I'm going through in life or you mean like seasons, like actual seasons? I'm talking about seasons. Like Fall, legit seasons. Okay. Winter, yeah. Spring and summer. Just use those seasons because they're just natural rhythms. I think it's it's pretty amazing. God built those into life. Um, you know, fall, you could kind of think about tailgating, you know, falls football and uh, corn maze or bonfire, something like that. You can, uh, you know, again, do s'mores that night. Use winter for like people are going to be inside. So use that as a board game night or, or a pizza and bingo night. Uh, um, also, you've got winter, you got Christmas party. You Everybody loves a party, right, Chris? Yeah, totally. Hey, and I'll tell you one thing that came to mind here, just as you're talking about these, by the way, a little a pro tip, and we didn't write this one down. We didn't talk about it beforehand, so this is dangerous. But um, sometimes it's a great idea to partner up with another small group to do some of these things as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Another group, especially like if you have your teenagers of your own and they're not in your group, maybe you can partner up with that other whatever group they're in. So yeah. 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 And and I know some some groups do like guy groups and girl groups. It may be a good time to get those groups together and, and oh, do yeah. something as well. Uh spring ideas, maybe be a picnic in the park, frisbee golf. You don't really need anything fancy. You need a frisbee and and a tree. You can throw it at the tree and you kind of line up your own little golf totally. course there. Um, one of the things that I, I stole from somebody one time was the mini masters. Uh do a find a putt putt course, buy a green jacket off of Amazon. And do a mini masters. Whoever wins that, they get the green jacket until next year. So just a an idea. Then the summer you've got luau time and slip and slides, um, lunch and a movie. Uh, you can do those together. And then the other cool thing I think Chris is there are crazy calendar days out there. 
It just there. You can look it up. You can Google it. Just type in crazy calendar days. What's an example of a crazy calendar day? What national spam day? That's a thing. National national spam day. And you just you can you can either cook spam or you can play games with spam. You throw it at each other. Whatever. National ice cream day. National hamburger day. National. This is a good one. National fluffernutter day. You, you know what a fluffer nutter is, right? Dude, tell me what it is. Real okay, quick. it's like the marshmallow cream and peanut butter. Okay, and you put it on a set, so it's not like peanut butter and jelly. It's you know, make sure you don't that have very people. healthy. Yeah, make sure you don't have people with peanut allergies when you do that one. That that could turn into a bad thing. But you could just look that up. There's so many of those national holidays that are just crazy calendar days. And and again, we're talking about creative outing ideas. You can get creative with those national holidays, I believe. Yeah, I think those are great. The crazy ones and the serious. I mean, you talked about just a minute ago, you talked about Christmas party. Leverage those serious, you know, um, we talked about Mother's Day earlier when we were preparing. You know, like maybe utilize like one of the big holidays like Mother's Day to take your group and, you know, do some Mother's Day uh, shopping or something. You know, for Christmas, you know, take your group shopping. I'll meet up at the mall and go shopping for their parents or whatever. There's a lot of those big ones, you know, that you can definitely leverage and make right. Yeah, I'm loving this. This is great. So again, we're talking about creative outing ideas for your students, things that you could do, um, you know, having them over to your house, doing mission projects, utilizing the seasons uh, to, to guide what you're going to do. Um, and to really kind of boil this down and make it kind of simple, I would say just go to lunch after church sometime. Don't overthink it. Uh, you know, that would be number four is, is, the, is to just do something simple like Hey, after church this Sunday, we're all going to go to whatever uh, local joint that y'all have that, you know, wherever you live, that's pretty good, you know, like go to that place or uh, grab pizzas and go eat them somewhere. There's just lots of ways to pull that off. But just again, simple, uh, go to church after lunch. I think that's huge. Yeah. Food is always good in youth ministry. Lunch. Food, period. Food period. Food period. It's, it just works. And maybe you have Sunday night services and you go to dinner after after church as well. Works. Yeah. 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 That that that'd be great. Uh so here's a question though, Todd, for you, hypothetical. Because I've got some tips here related to this overall topic. Do you think at all times all kids in your small group are going to be available to do all of these things? Uh, that would be a big negative. That's a big negative. Yes. So, so one of the big tips I wanted to make sure you heard us say, um, as you're driving to school or you just stop your kids off or you're coming home from work and you're being a great volunteer listening uh, to this podcast, I just want to say, hey, don't wait for everyone to be available. That there's The odds of you finding one that is going to work for everybody is slim. But I do think it'd be important to say, hey, give me three options and we're going to pick the one that most everybody can come to and Hey guys, we're sorry. We can't pick it, you know, but we love you. Um, and just try to keep, so, so don't wait till everybody's available. Another tip though, that we were talking about, um, is having just a few solid options during the course of the year is way better than having a bunch of like so-so options. Todd, you're, you're a youth pastor in Duluth and you've got a bunch of youth workers and I've heard you talk about your youth workers before and you love them. I know. Um, but if, if the people listening right now, if they were to do two or three outings in the course of a year, would that, would that be enough for you? I mean, do you feel like that in itself would be hitting a home run? I would say they would be the gold standard. 
They'd be the I mean, gold standard. It would be the gold standard. Yeah, you're listening to a couple of youth pastors here, and you're like, "Yeah, you guys want." Now we're just saying, "Hey, if you just did a couple things a year, two yeah. or three things a year, outside of your normal meeting time, it'd be the gold standard. It would be a huge and 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 I will tell you, uh, folks that are listening, a- after having been involved in this for a long time and seen a lot of really successful small groups, Sunday school groups, and a lot of so-so ones, the ones that do an outing here and there. They're the ones that really tend to thrive. Absolutely. That, and that is so true. That is so true. And, and the, the other thing it does is it puts relational change in your pockets. Um, because again, we know student ministry is about relationships and them trusting you when you do these outings and they see you outside of the regular or the norm, it kind of gives you relational abilities that some of those leaders don't have because you've spent time with your students. So this is so, so vital and so important when it comes to student ministry and volunteers. I love it. So, Hey, volunteer that's listening. We really love what you're doing. We're thankful that you've taken the time to listen, but more importantly, I'm thankful for the fact that you have chosen to volunteer and invest in the life of a teenager, ultimately desiring to point them to Jesus. And I just want to encourage you to keep doing that. Keep pressing in and loving on those teenagers and helping them to see Jesus in you. Hey, we hope that you will uh, be sure to join us in our next episode as we talk about how to give a gospel presentation. We feel like that's an important topic. So we're going to give some time to that in our next episode. So join us for that. Hey, we want to give special thanks to the Georgia Baptist Mission Board for allowing us to provide this as a free resource. We're especially thankful for the churches that continue to give to the cooperative program. Hey, if you need anything, you can find us at gabaptist.org. That's like Georgia Baptist, but gabaptist.org slash next gen. And uh, hey, look, I'm, I'm Chris Trent. And and with me, I had today, Todd John. Todd, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you big time. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you, Chris. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. <laughs>